Welcome. This is Jamie. And this is Donna. And this is episode number 120 of the Circus 71 podcast for the week of July 26, 2022. Coming up on today's show, Merida Meet and Greet has returned. Toy Story Mania Gift Shop has opened. Magic Band Plus has an official launch date. And in our main segment, we finish another round of favorites, unfavorites. This is the Circus 71 podcast. All right, Donna, on to the news this week. Jelly Rolls. Let me see the Jelly Rolls. Nope, Tootsie Roll. Good try, though. Ah, Jelly Rolls at Disney's Boardwalk opening nightly starting July 21st, which, as we're recording this, is this coming Thursday. Um, Since reopening in October of 2021, Jelly Rolls has only been open on Thursdays through Mondays. Hey, James. Yes. July 21st would have would have been last Thursday. Today's the 24th, buddy. I thought about that as I said it. Okay. Teacher in the summer. I don't know what the dates are. So anyways, as of this past (laughs) Thursday, July 21st, uh, Jelly Rolls at Disney's Boardwalk has been open every night. Um, So uh, since reopening, Jelly Rolls has only been open on Thursdays through Mondays, but um, I guess this will be the first Tuesday since- There you go. uh, of 2020 pretty crazy to think about um that jelly rolls will be open every night um starting at 7 p.m will close at 1 a.m still not something that i've done donna i have to say no it's not something we've done our good friends um have done it both uh pre-pandemic and uh, since it's reopened uh they said they've you know they've enjoyed it they actually told me that they have such a crowd of regulars there that they sell a kind of cup that's like a refillable souvenir cup. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. So they were telling us a little bit about that. I think before, this is just me personally, before I go to Jelly Rolls, I think I'll go check out Yeehaw Bob. I didn't see him in person, um, but I did see like the, you know, the stage and the room and the area, um, which I thought was, was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I, we, he's done shows for Pixie clients and, and right. Pixie Agents exclusive uh, concerts. So I definitely enjoy him. It's just a matter of I need to get our butts over there. And in order to get a table or at least a decent table, you got to get there early. So to tell Anthony, oh, like, yeah. we're going to sit here for an hour before anything happens is a tough sell. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I thought Riverside, I was actually very impressed. I think I said this a few weeks back with their uh, quick service. I thought the food court was actually pretty cool looking. Good for you. Or good for them, yeah. I guess, would be more yeah, accurate. That's true. <laughs> good for you sounds a little snooty. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of something not so good. Uh, well, no, hold on. Time out. Did you change the order? Yeah. Why would you I do that to me? I have the Mercury on my screen. All right. Let's change it just because Jamie decides to change it on the fly. Actually, you did. I didn't even have this story. Yeah, but who puts it in as the second story when I already have my stories open? Well, you should have all of them open. Why? Uh, anyways. 
moving right along. So I said to Jamie after we recorded the intro, how did you not lead with, you know, something snarky about a brawl breaking out, you know, at Philhar Magic of all attractions? And Jamie's like, oh, I wasn't going to cover that story. So if you are listening to our podcast, it's likely that you have already heard about this because let's be serious. If you're one of our, our podcast faithful, you're a Disney nerd the way we are. So you've probably heard about this ridiculous, gigantic fight that ended with three people arrested and one person sent to the hospital over something as silly and simple as, and of course, you know, I have to put in, you know, parentheses, you know, as told by or alleged by, um, you know, one person trying to join their family in line and excusing themselves past the other family. Uh, and this, you know, videos of this obviously were posted immediately to social media and, and various you know, Disney blogs and things like that. Um, this was one of the more hardcore ones we've seen. So it's um, got pretty yeah. intense. I mean, this was just crazy to see. And to think of, like, I mean, this shouldn't happen anywhere. But to then think that it's happening at Disney World and Magic Kingdom and Fantasyland, like, are you kidding me? And the one family had the balls to complain that they were trespassed from Disney and they're being made to leave the resort, even though they had been scheduled to be at Riviera for two more weeks. Two more weeks, James. I didn't even. Yeah, I had it. That was an update I hadn't even read. Um, Jeez. It's just, it's crazy. Like, I I just don't understand this. I I mean, especially like one person getting in, trying to get to their family because they, what alleged happened is that the person forgot their phone in an ECV and they went back out to get it. That's one person. Like if you're one person in line and your family of 27 cuts in front of everybody to meet that one person, I'm even I'm probably going to say something there. But one person going in to a show isn't going to impact anything. Yeah. And then the fact that the the family that was so, you know, offended by this action stayed after exiting the theater to, to tell them how wrong it was that one person like how are you still that pissed off after a great show mind you the second family is all wearing happy sixth birthday t-shirts like matching freaking t-shirts for a little child's sixth birthday and this is what they're teaching the child i mean maybe they were upset mickey had such a minimal part in mickey's color magic i don't know <sighs> i mean this is just this this is and i have to say i've seen um videos from different angles and there are a couple cast members that look like deer in headlights and it's such a shame to like put any blame on them because what could they have done what should they have done i mean how could like they're not they're not bodyguards they're not security guards and you can't you know say oh disney needs more security Fantasyland is the last person last excuse me place in the entire world i tell a security guard to be standing yeah what what just out of curiosity, what land at Magic Kingdom do you think needs the most security? Main Street? Probably. When you're yeah. like the Emporium. Yeah. I'd have to go A for, because of all the merch and, and B, I think it would be an issue at fireworks. Yeah. I was gonna yeah. say Main Street too. 
Yeah. Yeah. So interesting nonetheless, but I, I would like to see the, these types of stories um, not as frequent, uh, but I kind of think that we're going to see them more and more frequently. But on the plus side, one person that we can see more frequently now. <laughs> and wanted to see. Yeah. Is Merida. As um, as of today, July 24th, Donna, not the 17th, um, Merida meet and greet has returned to Magic Kingdom. Um, and this has been since uh, the pandemic. After an absence of over two years, the traditional Merida meet and greet has returned to Magic Kingdom. Um, as we record this, today was her first uh, day back. It's an outdoor meet and greet, so Merida is only meeting at uh, certain times, you know, intermittently throughout the day. Um, best time, best uh, way to check that out is my Disney Experience app um, or the. Uh, billboard the sign uh, mm-hmm. you know, outside of her meet and greet as well Which, donna correct me if i'm wrong but we they didn't say anything about this when they announced other meet and greets correct no not that i saw yeah i didn't see this either this kind of came out of the blue so to speak or, or should we say out of the green it came out of the red oh i see red hair yeah there you go um but I think, I mean, this should be back. Let's be honest. It's outside. Um, you know, you're putting inside meet and greets opening. Um, so I don't, I don't no. know if we did this for our crystal ball. I think we did, though. I think we did as well. So we'll have a good update for that soon. Yeah. So I like that. Glad to see Merida back, getting more and more characters back, which I think is awesome. Can we dance over to the next story? <laughs> shake your tail feather over there (laughs) shake shake your core over there right yeah there you go uh atlas fusion moroccan music and belly dancing act returns to epcot at walt disney world resort so atlas fusion is a moroccan music and belly dancing act and it is back for the international food and wine festival so a traditional uh, band of singers and musicians walks onto the stage uh plays some music and then a belly dancer comes out does some dancing on the stage and then comes down off of the stage to do some audience uh, participation i will tell you when um the restaurant was open and they had belly dancers in in the restaurant there in morocco i had a client who absolutely raved about how cool she thought that experience was of the belly dancers coming to the table and allowing you know them to do like like almost like a little mini um belly dancing lesson right there at the table so i do think this is something that some people are really going to enjoy and it's neat to have it you know not be tied to a dining experience yeah, although with all the food booths with Food and Wine Festival, I just don't have the belly for this type of entertainment. <laughs> Can't even get it out without laughing at yourself. I was biting my lip when you were talking. I meant to say I'm quick for this, but nevertheless, um, I'm glad to see entertainment back. It, it mm-hmm. brings so much life you know, to an area. Um, and I'm really still pulling for uh, Restaurant Marrakesh to come back as an Aladdin dining experience i think that'd be awesome that would be really cool so um uh, i got nothing (laughs) uh jesse's trading post mural installed at toy story mania exit in disney's hollywood studios this is the new themed gift shop that we've talked about over the last 
couple of months that we knew was debuting at some point um, this year, but it is now opened. Um, the replacing the previous uh, closet that was the exit <laughs> to the um, ride, which wasn't themed at all, closed earlier this year for Jesse's Trading Post. Um, and some of the pictures that I've seen of this uh, gift shop, this is really cool. And like keeping you awake was that a burp i don't know what that was no i i had to sneeze and i did like a really silent sneeze but i feel so much better thank you for you know calling that out <laughs> I, I just want to make sure you're okay um <laughs> but nevertheless we need a mute button right to anchor yeah we do actually um but no, I, this is really, really well done. Really cool theming. I've seen awesome pictures. I mean, this is themed to the T. You know, ceiling is done. They have uh, vinyl re- uh, 45s or, or record players up there. Um, you know, some a lot of the pictures that I've seen. This is just a really, really cool looking space. And they did an awesome, awesome job. The only thing that I, I still kind of wish they'd done a standalone building like we talked about, you know, a few weeks mm-hmm. back when we wished Toy Story Land a happy birthday um, and gotten like an Owl's Toy Barn. I thought that would have been really cool, but this is really well done. So, you know, I can't knock the store itself. It's just kind of a shame that it's at the, the exit um, and you can't just, I mean, you can walk in through the exit, I guess, but most people go through the uh, the actual attraction. No, for sure. And, um, you know, it's so easy to say, oh, but we still didn't get Al's Toy Barn. To me, I just wish that this would have been what we would have gotten from day one. Like if they had to cut Al's Toy Barn, the freestanding building, it would have been cool to have had something themed, not as you said, a a closet with blank walls. Yeah, that was terrible. But this really, really looks cool. Um, You know, Imagineering, whoever you want to give credit to deserves credit because they did a really, really good job. All right, fair enough. Uh, next story is one that I really thought that Jamie would have uh, saved for himself, but maybe me adding, wanting to talk about the the, uh, the fight might have thrown that off. So Magic Band Plus, Jamie's long-awaited new toy, will be launching July 27th at the Walt Disney World Resort. So by the time this goes live um, for your listening ears on the 26th, it'll be tomorrow, the 27th, um, you will be able to purchase that Magic Band Plus. So what we do know about it is that it is going to be available for um, resort guests to purchase at a discounted rate. Um, We know a little bit more about its features now. We know that it will have like a quest involved in them that the RFID chips will um, you know really play a part in bringing things like the Fab 50 sculptures to life using that virtual pixie dust and and that RFID technology in the band Um, same thing with Star Wars and Batu we know that there's going to be a rechargeable battery in these magic bands we know that they're going to sync to nighttime spectaculars um, to somehow complement the fireworks with visual effects and lights and vibrations it's going to interact with the beacons of magic this sucker's actually got to be really cool and i'm not usually a tech person and jamie to me the absolute coolest part about this whole thing is that the starting price is only 34.99 i thought and i think we have this in writing somewhere i thought that it would have been twice that yeah, I think you, I was under you, 
Um, I think you were triple digits. I think you were closer to like a hundred. I thought it would be somewhere like a forty nine ninety nine kind of price. Um, so, I mean, both pleasantly surprised. And also, Donna, there will be um, AP discounts on it. And mm-hmm. the other thing that I thought that I sent to you that I thought was super important that we should also mention, even if the band battery is at zero percent, it will still work like a normal magic band park entry, lightning lane redemptions, resort room entry, folio charging, um, and photographer, uh, photo pass photographer um, interactions, you know, whatever you want to yeah. call it. Um, so all of that will still work. It's just the haptics, the lights, that is what um, needs the battery. Um, enough i could because I, supposedly they're going to be on shop disney as well i would assume with them going live on the 27th that they'll also be available for resort hotel guests to purchase at that point um but i don't think that has been officially uh confirmed on have you heard that i have not but honestly as you said i would i would be shocked if it weren't available yeah because conveniently enough, I still have nine days before I need to do my magic band order for our upcoming trip. So I'm excited. I think this will be cool. And hopefully I'm not allergic to this band. Well, you will be. It's going to be made out of the same stuff. I have two curiosities. One is if there will be a noticeable weight difference because it has to have a second battery on board um, and also the light panel and, and the pieces with that. So I'm curious about that piece because when I put the magic band on, put the magic band on. Once it's on, I don't really feel it. But if it's much heavier, I'm afraid I will. So that's the first thing I'm a little bit curious on. And the other thing is not that they. I mean, they have to cover their butts and say starting at you know that price, even if the majority are that price. But I am curious about if it's just going to be like super super basic colors are the $34.99 and then for anything like a little bit prettier or patterned or whatever if that's going to suddenly skyrocket yeah that that's that's valid as well um i don't think it's going to be heavier i I would be surprised because almost the regular base band itself i think looks thinner um than even like the magic band twos or whatever um but we shall see i'll let you know wednesday which <laughs> All right, let's finish up at the Magic Kingdom. And Donna, I wanted to give you this story because I, I bet. Thought, yeah. Um, Magic Kingdom cast members training at Walt Disney World Railroad. Yes, that thing that goes around Magic Kingdom, the Grand Circle <laughs> Tour that has been closed for over four years. That's an insane statement, Jamie. Four freaking years. And I know I've said it before, but like my kid doesn't remember it. There's no way. He does not remember being on that train. I don't, I'm trying to do the math, but Peyton may have been in utero at that point. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. It and probably, she's three, world. She is three. Yeah. So she's, yeah, she probably would have been just turning three. Yeah, she was probably like, you know, two or three months inside at that point. But um, well, that was in over four years, James. Uh, that wouldn't have been pregnant with her. Yeah, we'll have to do the math. December. It would have been close. If it was December 2018, it may have been. 
Yeah, because I think it closed in December, if I remember correctly. Why are they saying over four years then? Mm, I don't know. That's also, I don't. Eh, that's a good thought. When? Hold, please. Go ahead. Well, I'll look it up. Why don't you finish the story? <laughs> so we are so 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 excited, as if it's us announcing it to announce that um, cast members have started training to bring the railroad back online. Uh, Jamie sent a little story my way midweek, and I just was like jumping for joy that the track was finally laid in the tunnel. Um, to go beneath the Tron attraction. It's just one step closer to reconnecting um, the railroad and getting it ready to run. Yeah, I think it's a typo. It's been closed for over three years. This December would be four. So it closed December 3rd, 2018. So Anthony would have been two years and two months. And Peyton would have been in utero two or three months, something like that crazy <laughs> so nevertheless Peyton has no idea there's a train that goes around <laughs> Magic Kingdom but still no reopening date but I definitely think it's a good sign that um, you know they're training for it training retraining I guess the cast um, and we have seen that in the tunnel um, underneath Tron they have the railroad uh, tracks installed so progress slow slow but progress. but the, bringing the cast back online to me is is huge yeah i don't it's i don't want to say odd but i almost think i'm surprised because the outside of tron looks like it still needs a lot of work that they couldn't open this thing unless this unless the railroad takes like months of training yeah, maybe. So, I don't know, just odd, but glad to see progress, that's for sure. So, all right, Donna, I think that's it for the news. Let's take a quick break and we'll be back where we finish up our round of favorites, unfra- unfavorites by talking about <laughs> our unfavorites. By trucking about or talking about? Trucking about the train. Trucking about the unfavorite or what? Oh, balls. I'm going to mess up the, I'm going to mess up your mess up. The end. There you go. All right, Donna, and we are back continuing our discussion on favorites, unfavorites with this week's unfavorites. So this was always more challenging for me. Well, a couple of the sections at least. Um, But I was actually surprised how quickly I came up with two for our first um, our first little topic here. Least favorite show. I'm going to, you're going to say Finding Nemo. That was number one. Yep. Yeah. I, uh, I like the show. I think the music is good. I, and you know, we've had this discussion before, but tell us your reasons that you're not a fan. Okay. So I need to be fair because we've always been honest when, you know, giving any sort of reviews on anything. I have not seen this in probably nine years. Okay. Because I, I don't believe that we've seen it since we moved here. Andrew's shaking his head. We said once he thinks we saw it. We, so we might have seen a total of two times. Once on a trip and then once, you know, once we moved just to make sure we still disliked it. 
<laughs> so Anthony's not seen it. We have not seen it since it reopened. Um, just was not the show for me. It was it just dragged on. It was too long. And I don't particularly love the whole actor holding a puppet type situation. Okay. So but you, just not well, you do like Voyage of the Little Mermaid. Yeah, but you don't see the actor, James. Yeah. Fair. Or their fish just are flying out. Exactly. <laughs> um No, those are puppeteers. Those aren't actors. Whereas it's an actor holding a puppet. You know what you should do? And and you know, just to go in with an open mind is see the new show or you know, the, the revamped show. It is shorter, so maybe the part, the elements that you thought dragged on, you know, may be removed. Um, I don't know. I I like the show. Um, the, there are some elements I think of Festival of the Lion King that I'm like, eh, we can move this along a little bit. Um, not enough to put it on my unfavorites, though. I love, as you well know, that's my top show. I love Festival of Lion King. Um, I think I know one of your unfavorites for shows, if we're going to try to guess each other's. I only have one, so you may have, you may have an answer for me. You always rip on indie, even though I like indie. That was the one that I put on. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's, I think I'm far enough removed from it at this point that I'd be willing to go see it. Um because this is back at this point, right? Mm-hmm. I thought so. Um, Maybe volunteers from the audience, or at least the last time we went, they weren't doing audience that's volunteers. That's right. That's right. Uh, I think, I, I don't know. I always kind of liked the quote unquote behind the scenes elements, but I thought they dragged on too much when they were resetting uh, the scene and, and um, uh, you know, the backdrops and things like that. Um, so I think that was a part of my dislike of it. I think the, you know, some of the scenes in the fireworks are really cool. Um, I think the temple scene is actually the best. Um, and I think they end with the, the airplane scene because of the fireworks. And I get that. Um, but I think the overall first opening sequence is probably the best, but I, I just wish like something would be different. I, I, I understand it's taken from a movies or movies. So I don't know. It's just not one of my favorite shows. To me, lights, motors, action when it existed was much slower as they were resetting. Now you could argue that the mm. action when they were rolling was phenomenal, but that was always very slow to me. At least for me, Indy feels like because they're doing the other things that they're doing, at least something's going on. It's not like you're sitting there twiddling your thumbs. My mom got sick one time pretty bad from lights, motors, action. The smell of the tires? Yep. And mm. like it was, it was hot. You know, it was also a heat related thing. But, the, you know, she's hypersensitive, can be hypersensitive to smell like I am. But that was, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're 100% right with what you said, though. That, that show setting up was, was always, and it's just the, the, the fill in stuff that they had was never over the top good yeah i have a second show that should be on your list that you just forgot about this is my second one ready Uh, i'm trying to think what should be on my list that's not It's also at hollywood studios oh fantastic no i wouldn't do that although i don't love it mickey's vacation short 
Oh, all right. I, I, I guess, yeah. I mean, that thing's so terrible, I don't even think of it. But I wouldn't consider that a show more so like... Like, I wouldn't consider Mickey's Magic for this category. Um, I named it last week, Mickey's Magic. So there's we our disagreement the same, there. We probably had the same yeah. discussion. Yeah. Yeah, that's why it didn't filter in, because... I don't know. I just don't consider it a show. But and yeah, I'm surprised awesome. that you didn't complain about the shortened version of the Disney Junior. Yeah, I thought about it. It's a shame because that shows so much worse. I mean, the, the first original that we went to, I actually would say very good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially for the Target demo and things like that. But th- this new version is is just complete trash. And I don't think it's going to get replaced. I, I don't think they're going to revert back. You have to figure if if they are not bringing back Voyage of the Little Mermaid, which every indicator is that that's gone, unfortunately. They probably have to keep the Disney Junior show cranking out audiences because it's only eight minutes long. They can run it all day long. Yeah. Which is still weird because even in, in whatever, 12-minute show, eight minutes, whatever, they could still have the songs from the first show, which are clearly better than the show that they have. I, I mean, the, the, uh, they don't have the Zukazama from the Lion Guard. Like, so many really good, um, interesting stuff that they could do that just got canned. No, you're right. I'm going to put that on my list retroactively <laughs> now. Because <laughs> I just get more mad when I think about it. All right, you want to go to pre-show next? It's almost hard. Uh, did you have, you didn't have any other for show? I thought you had two. Uh, Nemo and Mickey's Vacation Short. Oh, right, right. Okay, got it. Um, favorite pre-show, yeah, was a little bit more difficult, although I did come up with three. For least favorite pre-show, you have three? Yes. Um, one's be- is very, very harsh. Um, and one is just the opposite, just to be a pain of what we talked about last week in the test track, design your own car. I hate that. So you're going to put my favorite pre-show under your least favorite pre-show list just to just be a turd. Because it wasn't even, I think it's, especially because I liked the original Test Track 1.0 pre-show. I think that was so much better. Gerald, you can reach Jamie at jamie at pickbyvacations, <laughs> vacations is plural, dot com. Gerald likes that? I mean, I'm pretty sure because Gerald has good taste. Oh God, I don't know. I, I think I hate it. I think it's such a colossal waste of time. Then you go into the cattle shoot. I'm telling you, let Aiden design a car, and you're going to feel totally different about it. We'll see. Or he'll say, "Can we get to the ride now?" I don't know. I just hate that thing so much. I think it's so stupid. But curmudgeon. Yeah. Um... Another one that I guarantee you, and this is the one that I thought of, like, oh, I hate this. Um, And I almost forgot about it because it's really been a long time since I've seen it because of the timing of the show. The Frozen sing-along. Yeah. I mean, that's terrible. I wouldn't even necessarily consider that a pre-show because then you can also argue that the Pixar shorts thing has a pre-show. Because it's the same thing. You're sitting in a big open space with TV showing stuff. Well, I would consider that a pre-show. The one that was there before, um, I, I mean, I'm talking like era of 
Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. You ever see the mm-hmm. True Colors? That was yes. phenomenal. Yeah, that was cool. But no, I would definitely consider that a pre-show. Like, and in, in, in the Frozen sing-along, I think they used to have like actual people talk to you. Um, and now it's like some dumb history of Arendelle. Like, it's yeah. bad. Not that okay. anybody's paying attention to it, because everybody's on their phone because it's so bad. Yeah. The one that made my list, and I doubt it would make yours, because, again, you haven't been on it in, in eons. Mission Space is pre-show, which is mm. somewhat new. It just... They 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 stick you into a room in rows of four, similar to like the test track setup, except for you know it's one person per little little spot on the floor. Um, but if Anthony's not in the very front, he can't see. Yes. Then the TV, the woman that they have playing like the person who's like your astronaut super trainer supervisor, could literally put you to sleep. It's like watching paint dry, listening to her talk. It seems like there's like no inflection in her voice. There's like no excitement behind it. And I don't think they do a particularly good job of differentiating between the different training um, intensities. I think that because we always do the the green, the less intense, I think there should be a slightly different pre-show talking about that experience versus, you know, you're going to be in a training thing like astronauts. Blah, blah, blah. Like, come on, lady, that's not what it is. And I have seen people look a little freaked out when she's saying that. Yeah, and I'm trying to think of the woman's name um, who does that. I swear she's on um, Station 19 now, and I cannot think of her name. Um, But it used to be... uh, Lieutenant Dan. Yeah. Um, Oh, my God, I forget his real name. All I want to say is CSI New York. What is his real name? Gary Sinise. Gary Sinise, that's it. Yep. Who always does um, candlelight processional as well. So Correct. I, I don't know. I, I think, I, 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 yeah, I agree with you. I think they made it worse. It's hard to make that attraction worse in my eyes. But, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Um, it cracks my back really nicely because I just go on and shut my eyes the whole time. And when it leans me back, I get a really nice back crack. Yeah, no kidding. Things awful. Um my last one, I I think, is a little bit might be surprising. Um, and I want to be fair and say this is I was searching for an answer. So do I absolutely hate it? No, but on ones that I love, you know, the the paradigm, if you will, or a continuum from love to hate, it's probably closer to hate. And that's flight of passage. Andrew and I toyed with that, and I think, not I think, the reason, I know the reason that I did not name it is because the people who are really into Avatar must love it because it's it's interesting. It's it's cool. It's very detailed. It's got actors from the movie in there. But for me, I hated the movie. So having to go into, like, multiple pre-show rooms, I'm like, come on, man, this is enough. Yeah, I think the decontamination chamber loses appeal after the first time you do it yeah um so it doesn't have that review ability or participation set um and the the one doctor uh or, or the one goofy looking guy who tries to be um uh the guy uh, seeker from dinosaur <laughs> yeah um I think his dialogue tries to be funny. It tries to be memorable. Like, 
and uh, fly. And I think it comes off as forced. Whereas a lot of the lines, I think, from Dinosaur, you know, hello there. Like, <laughs> it, it just came across as more natural, I think. Um, so, like I said, very minor. I, I don't overly hate it. Um, I, I think the Dr. Jackie Ogden, um, I, I like that spiel that she does, but the decontamination chamber it gets hokey after the first time. And, you know, the, the guy that I think his dialogue is a little bit too forced. Yeah, I mean, it, is, it did come come up in our... Because, again, I, I always prep the stuff with Andrew and, and kind of run my thoughts by him. It did come up, but the reason I didn't include it was because if you're into that, it might actually seem really cool. Yeah. You're yeah. getting matched with an avatar. Like, you know? Right. No, I, I definitely agree. And I'm still trying to find that woman. Maybe she's not <laughs> on Station 19. It's upsetting. So next up is least favorite cues. So Jamie, I have two here and they are just both super boring and switchbacks and, and obnoxious and slow moving and I'm over them. Uh, we're speaking the same language. Go ahead. And I was <laughs> wrong. It's not station 19. It's 911. Oh, there you go. If it's the right uh, woman. Astro Orbiter. Oh God. I hate that. And if we're talking about that area, we can lump uh, People Mover right in because they're literally right in that same queue area. Um, And River Journey, Navi River Journey's queue is horrific. When they had it spaced out every six feet for um, COVID uh, protocols when the parks first reopened and you were like all the way back down the blessed path, there was nothing to look at. The only saving grace was the one water bottle refill station. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, in terms of switchbacks, you're right. I, I just, I do kind of like the area itself with the the thatched roof. Um, that that's really all it has going for it. So I, I can't. It didn't make my list, but I can't disagree with you. I toyed with Jungle Cruise, but didn't do it because I actually am one of those people, and I know Val hates that ride, but I love when the voice comes over and like cracks a corny joke. Like I chuckle every time. I actually I did put Jungle Cruise because of the switchbacks and how tight the switchbacks are. It's not as bad as Disneyland's Jungle Cruise up on the blessed roof in the heat of the sun. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't do that at World. Because they have that space up there. Unless it's purely thematic. And ADA accessible issues, you know? Yeah, but that may, it may have come out afterwards. True. ADA at that point. Because I think that's an opening day attraction at World. It is. Yeah. Um, so it made my list. Another one that made my list, and, and this will kind of go to you a little bit. Um, is rock and roller coaster for that first half. Oh, that, outside is brutal. That, that outdoor section is horrible. so bad. Oh, you could also rip so on bad. Tower's outdoor section until you get close to the building. Um, but Tower has more to look at. Like or Cali River. Uh, no, see, I like Cali a lot. I think I put that in my favorites. Yeah, but the beginning of the queue is awful. Like you're saying, first half of the queue. First half of the um, Alien Throwing Saucers queue. 
Do you know what I mean? Like we can say first half of a lot of cues. Yeah. But even I, I don't know. I, I don't remember the last time I actually did rock and roller coaster fast pass or regular line for that matter. Um but it's just that I hate being in that first area so much because I always feel so incredibly hot. Yeah, even those big fans don't help. No, they do nothing for that. That air doesn't move at all. It's like a. I don't want to insult any scientists and say it's a vacuum and be wrong. <laughs> um, I got one more though. Okay. Um, and, and this will go to yours. You know, your, your people movers is fair. Astro orbit or that attraction doesn't even enter my realm of consciousness um <laughs> but they're all right i mean you 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 could say uh, magic carpets of aladdin you know Barnstormer. Spin, all of them are yeah brutal. um but i put it's a small world i don't mind that one so much because of the clock i think i have a horrible taste in my mouth for that cue because of the dividers that they had in mm. Which, my god we should how, how we didn't put three caballeros on the list too the reason that that didn't make us because i did think about it but when those dividers up it was absolutely god awful oh. um you almost never wait like it's almost yeah. always a walk-on so for me to, to be an m about a, a queue that i right. never have to stand in mm. that when they had those dividers in that small was awful space, that was insanely brutal yeah so i mean but a lot of ours like you said we could pick a lot of different things small world you're right you know it does have at least the clock to look at but that that opening section of it's a small world is is pretty brutal fair enough so next up is least favorite disney's animal kingdom attraction and honestly jamie i like went around the whole park and at first i was like okay maybe i'll say like one of the like the Maharaj Jungle Track or something like that. And I was like, no, that's not fair. Cause like when I when I walk it, which is not that often, I enjoy it. Right. And then I was like, mm, maybe it's tough to be a bug. And then I'm like, no, like we actually just did it. Anthony really wanted to do it and he loved it. I was afraid he'd like be freaked out. He loved it. And I was like, no, it's actually kind of cute. And like it sends a good message. Like, you know, we actually need the creepy crawly insects that freak me out, like are actually helpful. So I'm like, no, I can't say that. And I'm like, I can't say Tartaratops spin because it's cute for what it is. It's it's a spinner ride. So I was going through and I'm like, what in the world? And I came to something that might be a little bit of a cheat, but I'd like to explain it. Okay. Conservation Station. Because what it was previously, and in my opinion, is if I know what, you know, the powers that be at Disney were thinking when they built it. I had thought it was supposed to really have that educational feel that it once had, you know, where they used to have, you know, bring animals out and, and have animal keepers talk about, you know, the injured owl that they, you know, had on their arm. Uh, when they used to have those sound booth rooms, you know, to, to listen to different sounds in, in the different places. Um, the affection section area, has that even reopened, Jim? Affection section? Where you pet the goats? Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we did that. I, we did that. I want to say when outdoor masks were still required. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. All right. So it's been a while, but I really like, and I loved, loved the animation Academy experience. You know that, but it just doesn't feel like it belongs there. 
I don't like that it's it's shoved into a room that's your know, conservation station. What in the world does animation have to do with conservation? So we're doing we're drawing you know a jungle yeah. or whatever creature. Okay, cool. I I want the space to be utilized for more educational purposes. The way like they have those those exhibits in the back where they have you know the open um, surgery room where operating room where you can see them doing procedures. It should have that feel in the whole building, and it really. It just stinks. And I also feel like, because I really am on a tangent now, um, that they need to have more um, transportation options to get there because yeah. they have to take a train. I mean, come on. What do you expect? The, the only thing I was thinking as you were talking, I was, I may have misspoken. Outdoor mass may have not been required, but I know we've done that, that uh, affection section. It is that, you know, when you mentioned Conservation Station, I'm thinking to myself, well, isn't that a whole entire land? not necessarily an attraction. And then I'm like, well, it does have different things in it, but I couldn't name more than five. You know, I think that yeah. speaks, speaks to something where it's almost like a, like an interventions type of setup where this is, you know, the general area and they have all these different things that are going on. Um, yeah. And getting to it is, I don't like the, the train. I, I, I hate hitting or sitting sideways. Um, on that um yeah that that didn't even factor in in for mine um i like oh, seeing the backstage areas like when you see like i remember andrew anthony and i saw when a baby rhino was had just been born like two days prior the cast members painted or put in chalk or something like that on the back of of their is it a barn for all animals i don't know their back of their area it's a boy so it was in blue running there. It's a boy, like when the little baby boy uh-huh. rhino had been born. So like, that was really, really cute. And like to actually see it laying out there when it was only a few days old, I was like, Oh, it's a baby. It may so, be a pen. Okay. So, I mean, so Maybe, that, that yeah. kind of part is cool, but to me, it's just lacking part of what it used to have and slapping, you know, a fan favorite attraction in that tiny little space and thinking that's going to appease people is a joke. Substance it lacks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this will make you laugh. I hate this attraction so much. I put it on the list, not realizing, or not, how do I want to say this? Putting the wrong name because I hated this thing so much and forgot that it doesn't exist anymore. I put Primeval Whirl. Not there anymore. Good try. But I, I, meaning Triceratops Spit. I, I inverted the names. Oh, so you meant Triceratops Spit? I did. Well, I hated Primeval World too, but that would be on the list if it still existed. So I just actually wrote the wrong name. It must just be burning my conscience. Um, but you hate all of those, to be fair. Like, you don't like Dumbo. You don't like Carpets. You don't like Astro Orbiter. I think I may hate this one the most because of the land. Like, the Chester and Hester Dinorama, cheap off-the-shelf, you know, carnival trash games that just contrast so much with Animal Kingdom. Hmm. I just, and I really couldn't think of anything else that deserved to be on this list. Do I like the trails? Like you said, not particularly. Um, but I don't think anything else really deserves to be on the unfavorite. Some people would say dinosaur, but I love that. That's one of my favorites. No, I mean, like I said, this this is hard for me because I do legitimately really enjoy the attractions at Animal Kingdom. Yeah. I mean, I almost toyed with Kali just because I 
think it's way too short for especially the amount of weight that people have to do for it, but it, it still doesn't deserve to be on a non favorites. Fair enough. All right. Last one. Oh, Jamie, and this is the one that like I I wrote something down, I erased it. I wrote something down, I erased it. I wrote something down, I erased it. And I got to the point that I have two different ones written down. And I literally am prepared to like argue with my split personalities. <laughs> because <laughs> that's that's kind of where I'm at. That it is so freaking hard to ask me to name, and you, I'm sure, feel the same way a least favorite land at Magic Kingdom because they all have really, really cool um, feel to them. They have their own theming. They have their own vibe, their own food offerings, everything. So the two that I have written down most frequently (laughs) before erasing them are Liberty Square and Main Street USA. Do you want to tell me your thoughts and then we'll go back and forth or do you want me to elaborate? Um, let's focus on one because we match. Okay. okay. Um, and I could probably be talked into means. Uh, I don't know. We'll, let's t- we'll talk about that in a minute. But the one we match is Liberty Square. Okay. Um, and it's not a bad area. I mean, I, I don't um, Liberty Tree Tavern at all. Um, I, I feel bad about Liberty Square because that's where Haunted Mansion is. And that's one of, if not, it's one of my top three at Magic Kingdom for sure. Jamie, um, do you remember when we ranked the attractions in each land? Yes. Didn't Liberty Square come up as one of the top lands because of Haunted Mansion? And we both rated Hall of the Presence, even though it's not an attraction that either of us have done in the any time in the, in the very distant or excuse me very near past like I, I really don't even remember the last time i went in there i didn't see it with president trump i haven't seen it with president biden so it's been a long time since i've gone inside but we both rated it really highly because of what it is and what it represents you know what that's fair because i don't i never saw the trump animatronic so the last time i would have seen it would have been um during the obama administration same um but with that being said, I wouldn't want to go on. And you know what? Liberty Square, I think, also was um, – I wish they wouldn't have killed or, 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 or kept, brought it back. Um, uh, I think the Muppets in that area was really a well-done of IP um, that isn't there. And I love ye old Christmas shop. I love walking into that land from the hub. So with Cinderella Castle at your back, walking into that land and seeing the artists that do like the silhouette, the silhouette outline in yeah. black and the umbrellas that they hand paint, you know, names and, and decorations on. I mean, the land is beautiful. The rivers are, are beautiful. The river, excuse me, is beautiful. Um, the river boat for what it is as a distraction type attraction is nice. Unless it's a blazingly hot day and you're standing out there, in which case it's brutal. But I mean, it, it's got really cool pieces to it for people who have never been to Philadelphia. I mean, we grew up so close to Philadelphia. Yeah. We've seen the Royal Liberty Bell. There are so many people that come to Disney World that like that's their chance to see a replica Liberty Bell. They're not going to get to Philadelphia and see the real thing. Uh, so they can see that. They can see the stocks. Like it's a cool, the, the fake, um, the, the brown paint that goes around the, the, the middle, 
Um, some people may or may not know this. Sorry if I'm grossing anyone out. That's to represent the poop rivers that existed in the colonial um, times. I um, heard that rumor was not both things. Oh, it's 100% true. Oh, is it? Okay. No, it's 100% true. There's, there's the no bathrooms. There are no bathrooms right. in Liberty Square. Hmm. Oh, there's got to be. Isn't there one at Liberty Tree Tavern? They are technically in Frontierland. Same thing with the bathrooms in, um, God help me, Columbia Harbor House are technically in, I guess it would be Fantasyland, when you look at the, the lines. Okay. Huh. Yeah. So all that to say, it's a beautifully themed land. Right. So I feel like a butthole saying, oh, Liberty, Liberty Square is my least favorite area in Magic Kingdom. It's, it's tough. Yeah, and I mean, we have to pick something that, you know, that's the category. It was much easier to do favorite. Um, oh, man. Did you have another one you said? You said I said Main Street. Main Street. So yeah, the reason I said Main Street is because there are the least heavy hitting attractions there. It's the Mickey meet and greet and maybe potentially in the future Tinkerbell back, but who knows because the signage is down. So, you know, Mickey and Minnie now um, meet and greet. There are the Main Street vehicles. There are, um, trying to think, the train station. Technically the fireworks. Okay. Um, but then you think about like what it is like. It represents so much of what Walt Disney believed in as being like family and representative of, you know, this country and that time period and the Emporium and the soda fountain shop and, you know, Tony's with the outside patio and the flag retreat ceremony. And as you said, fireworks, um, the Main Street Firehouse, the parades that go down Main Street, Cinderella Castle. I mean, it's, it's, it's darn near impossible to say Main Street's my least favorite land when if that wasn't there, Magic Kingdom wouldn't be Magic Kingdom. You're right. No, it's fair. I, I don't disagree with anything. Um, mine's a little more heavy hitting, I think my other one okay um because i did consider main street but i think it's such as you mentioned an integral part of magic kingdom itself um so i disqualified it because of that um and i i thought what land do you really not like being in the most granted that's also with i'm in magic kingdom life is great that's where we're going with this but um so for me i put adventureland really and and here's a couple reasons why i know you hate that bottleneck i hate that bottleneck i hate um i I think they need to get rid of that man they won't because and peyton loves that ride um you know the magic carpets of aladdin it's a spinner ride it does add some kineticism to that area i get it it is such a choke point in traffic. It drives me absolutely insane. Um, so there's that. There's the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse, which I think we both ranked as our worst attraction at Magic Kingdom. Yeah. 
unless Stitch's great mistake was on the list as oh, well. Oh, you stop it. <laughs> um, and I, I know this Man. is Chili cheese fries. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm not a huge Pirates fan. Like on my, you know, depth chart of Magic Kingdom, is it on my top ten? Probably, but it's, you know, I don't get a huge, I don't know, thrill. Like, all right, we're going to Pirates, awesome. It's like, okay, all right, let's go do Pirates. Um, so I think that kind of drug it down a little bit for me. There's no, you know, Tortuga Tavern. I don't even know what the menu is. Nobody knows when it's open. It's like you can't even mobile order there. Um, you have Dole Whip, love it, awesome, down with that. But, you know, there are a lot of, like you said, poke points. What about the Tiki Room? Donna, I can't remember. I won't bash the Tiki Room. I can't remember the last time we've been in there. And literally every trip I say to Aiden, oh, we should do the Tiki Room. You'll probably like it. And we never get there. Take the kids in, like, when you're waiting for a meal or if you mobile order from Aloha Isle, which takes forever, go do Tiki Room while you're waiting for your phone to buzz. Yeah, usually we do Sunshine Tree Terrace. Gotcha. For mobile order. Um, but, yeah, it, it's just, you know, uh, taking Main Street out of the picture, you're left with Adventureland, Frontierland, which may be on my list based on this Tiana fiasco, but leave that alone. Liberty Square, we already mentioned, Fantasyland, and Tomorrowland. And I think because of that, you know, I just have to go with Adventureland. I really like Adventureland because the second you step into it, like, I do feel like you're transported a little bit. I, I agree. No, I, I, I don't. It's not a bad land at all. I just, like I said, I hate that choke point. Um, and, and I went by what land do I like being in the least? Fair enough. So, Jamie, I have one um, one last really important question for you. Hmm. What are we doing next week? Well, did you check our list, Donna? I did. I did not. Naughty Donna. Yeah, that was bad. Because um, I actually did. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. <laughs> that was bad. You know, considering I do the intro, you always do the outro. It's the same process every week. I know, uh, but I was like really into my notes for this segment. Well, I also have to check what date it is. Um, oh, we didn't come up with anything yet. We came up with the next two after that. That was good. We're brilliant. So it's a Tibid. Oh, okay. So next week, folks, we have a Tibid episode. We, we hope that it will be enthralling as always. Uh, if you have any questions, if you want to blow up Jamie for any of his ridiculous statements about Test Track, feel free to do so at jamie at pixievacations.com. Uh, as always, we hope you have a great week and we'll see you real soon.